You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, hello. And this is Fun Employment Radio, and this is one of our special episodes where it is entirely an interview because we had our friend Christopher Titus back in. We did. Titus is fantastic. We've had him in a couple of times before, and every time he comes in, he's full of so much energy, and then he always apologizes for talking too much, and it's like, no. That's exactly what he's supposed to be doing because it's it's an interview. And every time it's different, which is really like the cool thing about him. Which is just like his comedy tours. Mm -hmm. Uh, He always changes it he's he's always writing something new and he's here in town in portland oregon for uh, a couple of shows actually four shows at helium comedy club so if you're listening to this on uh, september 25th 2015 or the 26th go down and see him if you're listening from somewhere else go see him when he comes to town yeah in, in he's all he's on tour all over the country yeah he's fantastic a couple of notes for the interview just to explain something so we record out of a studio in southeast portland and uh it's uh it kind of looks like a kill room I mean, a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's black curtains, big table, and we had to close our curtains, uh, our, our window, when we were recording this because for some reason of all days, they decided to run the leaf blowers outside of the studio. Yep. Usually we're pretty soundproof, but this was extremely loud. So if you do hear that in the background, like a low hum, and that's we do what address is. it a couple times, but I mean, it is very irritating. <laughs> but it's uh, so that was that was part of it. Uh, so that's why we we close the curtain. So when we start off the interview, we're talking about how it does kind of seem like a very NPRish in here. So that's that's what that's referencing. Christopher Titus, ChristopherTitus.com. He is fantastic. Get your tickets at HeliumComedy.com and go see him. And here he is right now on Fun Employment Radio. Awesome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. With the curtains down in here, I do feel like it's a little NPR-ish. <laughs> like we have to be a little bit quiet. Like, well, welcoming now a uh, world-famous comedian to the it's show. It's true, it's true. It is true, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Christopher Titus. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me on. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, well, the masterfulness that I walk the world with doing stand-up, oh, if that's okay. Christopher, it's such a blessing. It's such a blessing to have yeah, you here. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank, well, you know, and being with you guys, too, yeah. the energy in this room is... is uh, it's palpable. It is. Thank you. you feel it. Okay. That's wonderful. Wow. I want to take my own life. <laughs> like, like, how do you do that? That's crazy. Everything that I, as a performer, oh. just came out, no! It was like, <laughs> all these like, red flags. I went into survival mode. That's crazy. And then I started yelling and now I feel better. Is that I weird? Feel better. It is. Right. It is. It makes up for no, it. No, we worked with people in radio who were like that who had like the slow, like the hey, what's yeah. going on? It just it, it makes me uncomfortable. What what is that? Why would you do that? I don't it's know. Soo- it's a it's soothing. a thing. It's a certain kind of radio announcer that that's what they go to. That's their just their deal. They figured uh, that's how you're supposed to sound. Get right up onto the microphone. Then how did we? How do we get so many different styles? How do we get? All right, guys. Hey, listen up. All right, we're gonna <laughs> yeah. now from the Eagles. We're gonna do the best thing we could possibly do. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna talk. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna make a whole lot of sense a whole lot of time. Later, on, quack. All right, that was the noise from our board. And then you got that the other guy. Yeah, it's true. It's get... like the two opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh-huh. There's nothing really in between, like in the middle. Yeah. Well, well, there was a guy that I hated, and I still hate him, and I'll never do his. Uh, there's, there's, there's two people in, in radio that I've said they've asked me down the show when I go to their town. I'm like, I always won't do it mm-hmm. because they, they have, they're not, they're not helpful. Yeah. And they're just there's a guy named Bubba the Love Sponge. Oh, okay. Who is the I've worst? Oh my God, this guy. And and so I just I just you know I won't do it. And he's just a douche. He's just a douche. Some guys are just douchey. That is what I well, heard about. He has him. strippers come on and pee in a bucket. Oh, you know, wow. and then he puts the mic in the bucket, and that's radio. I'm are like, you? Oh, wait. No, I'm telling you, he killed a pig live on the radio one morning. And I was like, okay, Jesus, dude, I'm good. I don't I don't I don't mean to get all Portlandy, but no, you killed right. Is, yeah, but that's yeah. fucking awful. Yeah. Right, it, it, that, by the way, I think that was his T-shirts. Bubba loves songs. That's fucking awful. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> so he's one. Well, who was the other one? It's a, um, it, it's a guy. I still do his show. Uh, I, I started doing it again because he got cooler. He he actually found God really not weirdly enough, and he, he's still a guy named Man Cow. And I used to go on his Man show. Man Cow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I used to go on, on Man Cow Muller, and I used to go on his show before he kind of he kind of changed. He's much better now. I do his show now, but. And he would just go on, and he would. You'd sit there, and if you said you, a joke that, that was working in the clubs, or you'd be funny, and you knew. And I know I want him funny. Mm-hmm. He would just go, "Is that is that all you got? Is that what you, he was that guy?" Oh, and just wow. You. And then one morning, I just uncorked on him. I went, "All right, let's talk about you, Mister Mister Workout Pants." He was one of those bright colored workout pants. Oh, he was one of those baggy. Yeah, the workout yeah. pants, and I just went off on him about everything he was doing. What a douche and his hair product, and and after, it was weird. It was the weirdest thing. I rip on this guy for like five minutes. 
and and his people in the radio in the station are laughing, and all of a sudden I'm his best friend. Now now whenever I'm in town, he's like Titus, you got to come on. Wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is he just likes weird? the abuser. Yeah, it's like that weird chick that like, you, like right, yeah. Yeah, you're mean to, and she he's just won't stop spanking. calling you. Yeah, right. It was weird, but he's a good dude now. He's good. And he, and he got his kids, and and I, whatever happened to him? Oh, he oh he actually had to pay this. That, that's what it was. He paid one of the biggest fines in uh, in history for radio for oh, something. Oh, like he did. an FCC fine. Yeah, it was like five hundred fifty grand. Damn. In his state. Had to pay it, yeah. That is huge. Oh, I remember that was always in the back of my mind working in, you know, in broadcast radio. Like, yeah. don't fuck up if you say something, or like, even if somebody, if you have a guest and they say something, then that's on you. But it wasn't. Producer. But I've been doing this a long time, and it wasn't the it was the Janet Jackson thing when the, yeah. when Janet. That's yep. when it got crazy. Oh, that's exactly it. Oh, nipple the, nipple gate. I, nipple gate. I hate that, but yes, nipple gate. <laughs> I yeah. remember I was working I was working in radio at that time and that's when everybody like cracked down hardcore you couldn't even say like damn well and they didn't even know what they were going to fine for like the FCC was just ready to fine anything and nobody knew what the rules were Yeah I me- I remember going so- to the stations and some of them just flat out banned comics because comics, oh, yeah. we're not we're not the best at you know right. They, they, they we're like, <laughs> if anything, tell us we can't do something. Well, it's okay, all right. <laughs> but that was, I mean, and, and Justin Timberlake, who was on the Mickey Mouse Club, ripped her top yeah. off. There was uh, so many things wrong with There's that whole so that whole thing. Yeah, Super Bowl, America's Day, kids are watching. Janet Jackson's nipple is out. It was weird. <laughs> that was a weird time. I have to. There say. There was a weird time in American history. Yeah, <laughs> that was during the whole like Michael Jackson. It's kind of our entertainment 9/11. If yeah. we always say. Yeah. <laughs> it really. <laughs> it really was the panic. It, it was. It really was. Quite Traumatic and memorable. <laughs> All for one nipple. Yeah, right. It was only one nipple too. You're right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. When it was it wasn't even a pair. And it wasn't even a full nipple. You didn't even get an areola. It was like a decorated, like it had a jewel on it. Remember, like right. a sun yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you do remember it very I, well. I vividly yeah, yeah. remember. Oh, we had so many meetings about goddamn nipple gate about like right this is what you can say absolutely nothing this yeah is what you can't uh, say everything it's so lame so yeah. lame because now then we're like okay so radio's been shut down okay we're all gonna do podcasts now and say cunt repeatedly right like <laughs> now, now, now it's just gotten insane it's like, the same thing going the opposite direction they have no control at all and everybody has their own station it's great <laughs> yeah you gotta find your balance gotta find your balance well you have a podcast i have a podcast titus podcast yep yeah, yeah awesome yeah. i do uh you've been doing it for quite a while now yeah you? we've been doing i think three three years and a half years and it's uh and we had something happen recently where uh, I did a I did a character for a long time. Okay, we had because I was just listening to some of this this morning, and yep. we had we had a listener uh, Anton write in, and he's like, "Make sure you ask him about the uh, death of Willie uh, Jello Johnson." Yeah, yeah. Willie Jello Johnson came out years ago. I was on a at a gig, and we me I was on, I was with a comic. We were touring, and we found this picture in a frame store of this black guy on a cell phone, and I thought it was really funny and I go that's kind of that's like a bad comic headshot and you know but that guy but that guy you know we started doing this bit where the guy dresses like that for his headshot but he doesn't talk like that he goes the audition for the cell phone company like yo man we ready to stop we gonna do this now what we doing so I started doing that voice wow so so it started as a joke my my agent uh, who's now Maria Bamford's agent my ex-manager he's a great guy Bruce Smith without him I never would have got Titus in a sense that he just kept pushing me in the right direction um, and he's now he's not my manager anymore which you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, so I call him one day and I leave a message I wait till after hours and I call him and I leave a message on his phone yo man hey, I, I hear you're one of the best managers in, in the world and uh, I talked to this anyway I, I, look I'm gonna be in LA I would like to get some representation so do me my name's Willie Jello Johnson cause you know and that's my hook man He's like, there's always room for Jello I say that at the end that's my closing bit right so do me a favor man uh, I'm gonna I'm uh, come to LA and I want you to see me man make sure you call me back and then I would never leave a number. <laughs> so over four weeks, I actually I call back the next week, and I and he, yo man, you don't call me back, right? So I do this, and to the last phone call after four weeks, I'm like, listen up, motherfucker, look, I've been calling you all goddamn. And now Bruce is a kind of a little nevishy guy, <laughs> and 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 I get a phone call, and I get a phone call, and he, he's like, hey man, do you know this guy named Willie Jello Johnson? And I go, <laughs> I go, I go, yeah, he's kind of hacky. He does this weird this I'm room for Jello bit or something like that, and and and. and uh, he does a Cosby impression. I go, the guy's, I, he's all right. I mean, I, I, I heard him. He goes, well, this guy's calling me and threatening me, and he doesn't leave his fucking number. And I didn't know. I thought, <laughs> oh I, I thought Bruce had nailed me, but he was calling everybody and asking who it was. <laughs> oh, shit. So I wait three more weeks, <laughs> and I just go, I'm coming to LA, motherfucker. I'm going to take you out, bitch. I'm going to meet you at the end. I'm going to fuck you up. 
And I go into Bruce's office like two weeks later. <laughs> and, and Bruce is sitting at this. He goes, this fucking Willie Jello Johnson guy. Man. He goes, I can't. He goes, this guy is threatening. He never leaves his fucking number. And I, I couldn't take it. I burst out laughing. Oh, my God. And he just sat there. He sat there for like three minutes. And he just goes, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. I literally had tormented him for like two He'd months. He'd been losing sleep over I had this. tormented him, man. I had tormented And I'm not a big practical joke guy. It's one of my, that's one of my, that's one of my pinnacles. Yeah. But it was because it took so long to do and the voice is so good so one day on the podcast we it was that voice is i'm sorry it it's is fantastic yeah we started talking well we were doing something some 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 horrible it was the beginning of the new racism in, in america had started and i was doing it and willie would start commenting because i if i can't if i comment i just look like a liberal douchebag or you know some depending but if willie commented it looked like we had some street cred <laughs> and, and he always hangs he always hangs out at third and western stuff and then what happened was he just we lost our our, our co-host I had this guy on that. Uh, uh, it was great, and I have I have a tendency to I do the podcast when I do the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, he wanted to, he was very rigid, and he wanted to at ten o'clock I'll be there because he worked for Adam Kroll and he wanted to be there. And it was to his credit. And well, one day it was he had I I, I told him I was going to be there because I'd missed a couple things and I, and I didn't I overslept and he just flipped out. I mean, he'd bake cookies that day and it was like I, I pissed oh, him off. Oh shit! Yeah, I broke his. I, I don't know. Me and Ray broke his heart. It was oh, my fault. Oh, you broke his cookie baking. But heart. I apologized. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. It's my fault. That's it. I'm done. Done. And I was like, all right. Wow. Yo, because I wouldn't have pussed out like that, man. See, I was like, fuck, fuck that. You made some cookies. All right, I'm going to eat my fucking cookies. You ain't showing up. You ain't showing up. Fuck you then. Titus, my little asshole. So, so, so we don't have a third, we don't have a third chair. So, so I start just doing Willie and, and I can switch back and forth pretty quick. Yeah. If you listen to some of it, you're like, it's, that's in it. So then one day, I sang Ebony and Ivory and I doubled it up and I started flowing it over each other so we're singing Ebony and Ivory together and at one point uh, even my even my uh, my uh, Rachel's Rachel's uh, brother was who listens he just he just wrote back what the fuck man <laughs> so over 2 years I'd done Willie enough to where people people would show up to the shows people would actually show up to the comedy shows and go go oh, is Willie here like women would show up shaking because he, he Willie always found a white girl. It's horribly racist. So, <laughs> so, so, but it wasn't. Willie was always on the right side of the issue, right? Yeah. Sure. But uh, so, so here's what happens. So then all this shit starts happening. Ferguson and 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 Baltimore and like you know, as I say in this new show I'm doing, I said I I, 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 do, I do this bit. My daughter asked me one day, why are black people so angry? Well, and and, and so I go in this very uncomfortable bit about this white, the whitest guy in the world trying to explain to his little white daughter who's gone to private schools why white people are angry, and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's a really funny bit. <laughs> um, but one of the jokes I do on it is I go, I, was, I don't know, my daughter asked me this question. We were watching the Ferguson thing. No, it's a Baltimore thing. No, it's a North Carolina thing. No, it's a Texas thing. No, Jeez. Florida thing. No, wait, no. It was a, I don't know. Some black people were getting soul raped by bullets. That's all I know. You know, because that's what's going on in our country. Oh, yeah. So, um, so with that, all that's going on, and if at the fourth or fifth riot or what happened, I, I thought, I can't. My assistant goes, you know what? He's like 23, and he goes, do you know if people find out that you're Willie Jello Johnson, it might people might flip. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, it's don't you think it's kind of racist? And I go, and he's 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 young, and I'm like, no, I don't. It's not for my heart, racist. And he goes, I don't know, man. So I have a bunch of friends that happen to be black. He says uncomfortably, <laughs> like a white guy would say. Uh, and uh, that is even said it the way the white guy said that. That happened to be black. Like close your eyes. Like, yeah, I happen to be. I know because something. it's weird. So be, only because I had to call them for black vice. I had to call them for black vice. So when you're a white guy like me, you know something you need some black vice. So I called uh, Bay. Uh, uh, Bay's a federal prosecutor, and then uh, Chris is a he, he runs a private school in LA, and and uh, and he's from Southside Chicago, and uh, they know Willie. But another friend of ours got mad and said, my, uh, said to my my wife that, uh, oh yeah, he does that. They were talking at lunch, and she said, oh yeah, that that character, that that horribly, uh, that mildly racist character, Willie. And my my wife goes mildly racist, and she goes right, but she was dead serious. Oh yeah, and this is the wife of a comedian too, mm. and so I was like, huh. And I, and I take that shit seriously. If you're gonna, yeah. you know, I mean, if you're if you're a wife of a comedian and you're gonna call me out for doing something wrong, okay. So then I call Chris. I call Chris and I go and I and I call Bay and I'm like, I go, Willie, you guys know Willie, because 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 Bay will jump in if I'm doing Willie. Yo, what's up? He does this. He does this. Uh, um, this character called Ayo, and he gets way blacker than me, man. He, he's like Ayo, man. Ayo always say yo. Ayo, I always say yo. Ayo. Hey, yeah, anyway, so me and him, William Ayo would talk all the time. So I called him and I said, <laughs> and I said, am I being racist? And to their credit, they both said, no, man, we know your heart. You're good. And then I talked to Chris and I go, dude, I said, let me ask you this. 
you know me. We hang out. You know what I mean. I go, and he goes, yeah, well, he's fine. I go, let me ask if you didn't know me. (laughs) If you just had this white dude that was on a podcast and he had created this character that was so black all the time, what would you think? And there's this long pause and Chris goes, yeah, I might want to fucking kill you. <laughs> and I went, okay, Willie's dead. So I had to kill Willie. And, and we did it We did it in an episode where, and people got flipped the fuck out. People flipped out, man. Because they didn't know. No, but what I did was I, I, did, I did an Armageddon update uh, as Willie, and then as it went on, I just slowly transitioned my voice over about 30 seconds wow. to my voice. And people were like, there is no God anymore. People are, like, <laughs> people are tweeting, oh shit. So so anyway, so Willie's, uh, he still comes up with a podcast, but you know it's me doing a character now. Whereas before we actually had created a person a person, and people were showing up to the shows. It's, it's Willie with you guys. Man. That is yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Wow, what a good way to like it. I wish it was funny instead of fascinating. I wish it was. It is, it's funny too. <laughs> it's fascinating. No, it is. The Welcome voice back. was Welcome amazing. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Yeah. Christopher Titus just told me a horrible story where he was racist for about two years. Um. God damn it. <laughs> we'll put a disclaimer at the beginning of yeah. the episode. <laughs> so anyway, let's part of the show now. I'm at Helium. Yeah. Helium well, Comedy a, Club. You have so an all new show from the last time that you came here. Yeah, I wrote a whole new 90. Uh, yeah, I, that's I, amazing. Um, you know, it's weird. Writing the new show is always... Uh, well, you, you know... When you do the podcast, it's kind of fun. Like I write my podcast, I write the opening and stuff. So every mm-hmm. week I have to write. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a bitch sometimes. You know, you, you yeah. get, do you bullet point or do you write it all out? No, well, I mean, we started videotaping, so like I'll write the. Yeah, I just watched one of those. This is on the Pope. Yeah, I don't know if they're getting good yet. We'll try. It'll get better. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> but the but the Pope. We, this one was on the Pope, and uh, and I always try to write what's going on in the world, and I, I like to thank the Leaf Blower guy for joining in. That it's just yeah, it's that's like it's good. Um, they had to talk me down from not going downstairs to ask him to. Shut the fuck up for like a half hour. Well, I don't think people know that the that the podcast studio is an old photo mat booth. <laughs> <laughs> Those drive through mats. So maybe you know, maybe maybe with some insulation. Yeah. I don't know. Oh so uh, theater of the mind. <laughs> oh, I, him. I know he's just doing his job, and right. it's like I I know my anger is displaced, but. I really hate the leaf blower guy right now. Well, first of all, it's Portland, and they make electric ones, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you're leaf blowing. Like, any wrong. <laughs> town where a bicyclist has it, like runs the road, like it's great. Yeah. This town, I, I think we talk about this as I'm again. Yeah. Every time I come here, I'm like, I always think they're crazy. I go, that guy's fucking nuts, man. He's riding in the middle of the street, mm. right? And people look at me like I'm crazy. No, they run things here. They're like they, the mob. They do. It yeah. is. It's like the mob. It's no. like they just. Yep. It's a mob mentality. But they are crazy mm-hmm. for riding. There's so many amazing, like wonderful roads that you could be riding down that are not main thoroughfares that you shouldn't be riding along with cars. You know, I think it's the fuck you in the middle of the lane thing. That. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, yeah. it's not, I'm going to walk rug on the side and avoid getting run over. It's like, fuck you, I'm a car also. No, you're not. You're yeah. delusional. You're not a car also. All right. I'm yeah, watch me blow no, through this I, stuff I, I like, I'm a car. Ugh. I did a joke in uh, Angry Pursuit of Happiness about it and I got a couple of angry uh, Facebook posts. Listen, asshole. You know, just like everybody else, we're saving the planet. You know, we have just the same rights as cars. No, no, physics sick. Physics proves that you don't have the exactly. same rights as cars. No. Yeah, you're going to lose the fight. I ride my bike all the time, but I do not ride down. I'm not an idiot. You don't ride like an asshole. Well, yeah, mm. and I don't want to die. Mm. So I try to avoid that's that. Isn't that you know? it? Like there's, that, that's, there's some <laughs> self-preservation thing yeah. missing in some of these it people. It is. Like when they're like going against a car, I'm like, you're going to lose against a car. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether you think you're in uh, the right or not. You know what? I'm wearing a helmet, <laughs> so and I've got half gloves on. So I'm fine. Oh my god! I've got a helmet and half gloves. We're, hey, if you, you hit me all you want, it's fine. I will get up, and we will deal with each other. <laughs> Holy shit! Or you won't. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. Wait, what were we going on before the leaf blower? Before you think the new, the new, sorry, I got totally distracted. Oh, that's it um, is distracting. What's going on with you guys? Let's not talk about me. I, we want to talk about you. We talk about us all the time. All right. So ninety minutes. So first, so. So I wrote this show. I got rid of Anger Pursuit, and then I, I, and I always have to do a new show. And sometimes this mm-hmm. is my seventh one now. I, I have to admit, there's a point you go, "Fuck, I, what am I gonna talk about now?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, I've talked about like the world. I've talked about my family. So this one became about having my kids. This is the first one. I, I feel like almost like the first six are like this weird chapter that's gone now. And now I'm starting a whole new chapter talking about my kids. And I prove in this 90 minutes that you should never have kids. Don't have kids. We, we yeah. no, we've settled the West. There's, there's <laughs> no one has a farm anymore. Monsanto's handling it just just don't <laughs> let's don't have fucking kids anymore no, i was reading about that how so how you kind of said it how it was therapeutic if you do have kids and then like uh thank your lucky stars if you don't yeah that was my problem with the shows i thought well how am i going to relate to people that don't have kids if you come to the show i actually do a whole bunch of bits for people that don't have kids mm-hmm. like specifically here's why because everybody lies to you everybody lies to you about kids really? have kids especially your parents oh my god when oh, do you have kids god. 
when you have little ones, the, the, your fucking line is horrible. You take the middle 20 years of your life and you give it up to raise people that don't yeah. like you. They don't like you. They don't listen to you and they don't respect anything you do. They And they expect you to do everything for them. It's, it's crazy. Oh. My little ones, actually, my kids, uh, they both go to, they both go to, I'm lucky enough to send my kids to private schools. Mm. This year, my daughter's 14, my son's 11. I told them, I said, okay, I, to, I showed them the bills. I go, this is your paycheck this year. I go, yeah. this is what you're earning. I go, if you don't earn this with A's, this stops next year and you go to Compton Junior High. <laughs> and, yeah, and my little my little white boy is gonna have some trouble. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna come out tough. <laughs> I don't want to send him to I don't want to send him to Compton Junior High. Like we like month two. Hey, what's going on, Dad? How you doing? <laughs> oh shit! I, I've no. turned a little white elf into into a cholo. That's what's gonna happen. So that's the common. That's the the new theme, basically. Of- yeah, but I tell some great stories. My daughter. I'll tell I'll tell, I'll tell a little about what happened. Uh, true story that happened recently. I'm not gonna do the whole. Bit, but mm. but my daughter like you, you, all you do with kids is you bust your ass downloading programs all you're doing that's all mm-hmm. you're doing is down and their install speed sucks ass and they're using a totally different operating system than you are <laughs> just nothing matches and you clean your room clean your room clean your room clean wipe your ass I mean it's, it's all it's just nonstop so and you think you're never making progress my son is 11 he's the dumbest human being on the planet I love my son I love him <laughs> I love him but there's things he does like you go hey you're gonna put your shoes on he'll go shoes <laughs> what the f- like you know what shoes are, dude. Is this a foreign concept? Yeah, you yeah, not yeah, understand. Yeah. What but I, I don't. But it's we were all stupid. Ten to fourteen year yeah. boys are by far the dumbest thing on the planet. Oh, There's, absolutely. That that none of us are just uh, like that. We don't just get wiped out by by the world between ten and fourteen because we're so fucking stupid. And it's and, it, and it's not that he's stupid in a sense like he can do math, he can do all that stuff. But when it comes to what is going on in his brain, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. If aliens landed at my kid's school <laughs> and they interviewed the ten to fourteen year olds, they would decide to vaporize the planet. They would go, <laughs> Not yeah. if these are going to be the future leaders, we have to take these people. All video out right games now. and boobs. Yeah. That's <laughs> so my daughter, so my daughter graduated eighth grade because we always have to have eighth grade graduation. Got to have eight because mm-hmm. kids are special now. Did you have an eighth grade graduation? I Do you remember? No. I mean, well, now they get <laughs> they get they get a preschool. I went to my daughter's preschool. I went to her first grade graduation. Went to her sixth grade graduation, and I'm going to eighth God grade graduation. Damn. Yeah, I was handed a piece of paper that had my grades on it. I went home, took my dad, and got my ass beat. That was the entire ceremony <laughs> that I had. That was it. So my daughter, so but she goes to this little Christian school, um, and so we're going to this. this so they, so do they do like gowns and all that. No, nah, it's kind. Of, you know, they have to get dressed up. They have to give speeches. They have the, they are the, the top five. She's vice. She ended up with a three point eight average, and she's vice president of her class. Oh, oh that's wow. great. Yeah, I told her. I said, vice president, you have to do nothing. Good choice. Yeah. good choice, <laughs> yeah. man. Vice president, not a whole yep. lot of speeches. Yep. <laughs> you know, don't give the creepy Biden massages. But that's <laughs> right. it. So here's what happened. So so. I and I have an aunt. My aunt. It's weird because she. My aunt has been wanting to be in my act for a long time, but I haven't put her in because of because it's like it's gonna not be. It's the the jokes that I can do about her are not gonna be. <laughs> so we all have a crazy relative that lives too close to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like you have to invite them to Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because if you don't. Like they may drive by, and if they see you guys having a party and they're not invited, there may be a drive-by like mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm she's picturing crazy. Mine, or yes. the awkward yeah. pop-in, like, mm. oh, yeah, yeah. You oh, guys are, you guys have Thanksgiving, huh. huh? Did you not know that I lived near you? <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. and you're like, yeah. yeah. She wouldn't have come in. She wouldn't have been that subtle. She'd be like, the fuck. <laughs> Happy fucking Thanksgiving. So, so my, she's my mom's sister. My mom was mentally ill. My and my mom heard voices. My aunt also hears voices, but she calls them her guides. They're okay. her guides, mm. and her guides predict the future but I think they've been pranking her because nothing has ever come true <laughs> like no nothing she's nothing has ever come true in fact she she told me about four or five years ago and this is when my, my new wife who was my girlfriend at the time just was like okay I, I, I can't talk to her anymore she goes you know my guides told me that I'm gonna die in August and my she's, wife's like tick tock <laughs> <laughs> So she's got guides and everything. She's also she also uh, takes government assistance because I ain't paying Obama's goddamn taxes, as she said. And uh, what else? Oh, and then she said, I said, well, why don't you go work on it? She's a good baker, cooker. I said, why don't you go work at like a bakery under the table? She goes, ah, if I stand too long, my back hurts. And I said, well, why don't you like work? I got a buddy who works at Hulu. He can get your job doing tech support. She goes, ah, if I sit too long, my back hurts. And I was like, well, that leaves Hooker. And you're pretty much not a first-round draft pick on that one. So she's moved to Florida since, which I think that's sad. That was just that was just coming. So it was she, in the cards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what exactly? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it was that like, makes sense. Some yeah. people go, like, I'm moving to Florida. You go, no, don't. Yeah. Some people move to Florida. You go, oh, okay. That's yeah. where you should go. Uh, but I love her. She's my aunt. Those are the honest things. So we asked 
ask her to now my my here's another thing about the story my new wife's mother has got pancreatic cancer and she moved in with us um so and but but we beat it it, it was when four centimeters now that they had the, her last scan the, the cancer is almost undetectable oh, that's fantastic that's yeah amazing. yeah you know, with pancreatic it's crazy there's this there's this there's this crazy doctor at ucla that's like he's like it's like dr brown he's like oh, we're gonna give you on chemo he's like he's literally out of his fucking mind but he's a genius wow yeah so so she's she's getting better but she's living with us now so i, I went from having uh kids and a wife to having this beautiful, 13 years younger than me, girlfriend who's super smart and loves me, and we had like this beautiful life, every, like half the time, I was living this single life. And then her mother moved in, and, it, <laughs> and, and that's good too. <laughs> that's good too. That's really sweet of that's, you to- I like, know, isn't it? It is, <laughs> it great. is. Anyway, so, <laughs> no, she, her mom's really great. But her mom, okay, so my aunt is that person, and her mom is the exact same age as mm. my aunt. And But her mother is a PhD and master of fine arts. She is, uh, runs a, she was a head of a department at a college. And so these two, my aunt and her, don't really play bridge. <laughs> they don't like it. You, as a dude, yeah. you ever get two women, in, you, I don't think women notice this, mm. you ever get two women in a room that don't like each other, oh, yeah. but they try to be polite, yeah. and it's way worse than if they it's scream. It's awkward for everyone right, At least dudes, yeah. will, dudes will go, you know, dude, fuck you, no, fuck you, dude. And, yeah. and it, it'll be, and I'm going outside because I can't deal with this asshole. Yep. And but then you women, just ignore. Yeah, yeah, but women don't do that. They'll stay. They'll stay in the room together to out <laughs> bitch each. It's weird to watch. I guys just leave. Mm. Yeah. So that's who they are. So, but but she's still on chemo. So she's having some problems. So we want to take her to the ceremony. So I call my aunt. and I go, "You're going to get there early, please." This is a long setup, isn't it? I like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. So yeah, you guys are good. We bring it have back. To talk, Titus. Yeah. So. <laughs> So they go to the ceremony. I said, would you reserve some seats for us? Because it's going to take a while to get Ray, my mom, my wife, her mom there. She says, sure. So she reserves seats for us directly behind my ex-wife. Oh. Dude, is that like, it's like, wow. what do you th- that's another thing. Didn't you oh. know that that would be bad? <laughs> so we show up and I'm like, oh, this is horrible. It's fucking horrible. And, 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 oh, but, that's but, awful. But you have kids. Here's what I'm saying. Don't have kids because you'll do stuff for your kids that you wouldn't do if someone put a gun to your head if mm. you were single. You know, you would yeah. just like, shoot me. Fuck it. I'm not going. Yeah. But you have kids like, okay, I'll suck it up. Kids are on stage. We're sitting there. It's tense. My and in, in, in my in, in my ex is right in front of us. And Did my, you do like the awkward like hi. It's, uh, well, it's hi. also because they they hate. No, 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 no. We no. I don't even talk to her. I can't look at her. Oh wow. She she said I she said I beat. Her and my children when I filed for divorce. Oh, yeah. Now wow. We, now we proved it wrong in court, and now here's the weird thing. So now, like nine years later, whenever she goes, you know, look, trust me, I'm just going to take the kids. I'm going to trust you. I go, all the crap you said, I'm not going to trust you. She no. goes, oh my God, are you still bringing that up? That's wow. the past. I mean, when are you gonna let it go? And I always say, when the Jews let it go, that's when I'll let it go. <laughs> that's when I'll let you let it let you off the hook for saying I beat you. Good. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's well, divorce. I'm writing a book. On, uh, you know, they did that special Love Is Evil. Yeah. I'm writing a book uh, called Love Is Evil: How to How to Win at Divorce Without Losing Your Bank Account or Your Soul, because because of all the Good shit title. that you would not believe the shit that happened. So um, so anyway, so we go to this thing, and and my my new wife is five eleven. She's smart. She's gorgeous, and my ex wife is. Um, Five two, well closer to hell. Let's just say she's closer to hell. <laughs> so, Greg, I'm not going to call you short anymore. I'm going to call you closer to hell. <laughs> and if you measure, that's, that's yes. accurate. That's accurate. So here's what happens. So we sit in there and they start the ceremony. And, and okay, it's bad enough I'm sitting there. I'm just waiting for the ceremony. I just want to get out of there. Yeah. Because uh, uh, it's uncomfortable. And they go. They start talking about moms, and they're going, "Moms are the best thing. Moms and moms raise k- kids, and and they make adults, and they didn't say anything about dads. Nothing at all about dads. I wanted to heckle. I was like, "Yeah, I guess we just put gas in the car and wash it. Huh? That's our game." Pay the bills and wash the car. Is that it? Didn't do it. <laughs> Wanted to. Can't heckle in a church. Um, so they start talking. About, and they go, we'd like all the mothers to stand up. Well, my new wife has been raising my daughter for like eight, nine years. So she she said, fuck, I'll she's a raise a badass. She stood up. She's like, I'm up. And she stood up. And, but she stood up directly behind my ex-wife oh, who now man. stood up. So now I'm like, and I'm just like, oh, like my guts <laughs> oh, are just like, like the Jesus on the cross is like, oh, can anyone look over here? What's going on in, 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 in the church? And, and I'm just like, oh, shit, oh, shit, this is bad. And then I think, okay, okay, just go with it. They're going to clap for the moms and they're going to sit down and be fine. And then the guy goes, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to have the pastor hand out a yellow rose to each child to go take out to his mom. (laughs) And I'm like, and I'm just, I'm literally like, you can't run screaming from a church. It's just bad, you know? And I'm like, oh God, oh God. So I I, I know it's so (laughs) tense. It's brutal. 
And so they start handing these kids yellow roses, and they start walking down the aisle down in the middle of the church, and they start handing. And moms are freaking. Moms are like, oh my god, they're crying and they're hugging their kids. Oh shit! And, and, and neither one of my ex or my new wife sat down. No one, no one said, all right, I'm gonna let this go. They were like, mm. they literally just, I'm standing like my ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was for the yellow roses. Stand up for the yellow roses. And my daughter, and here's when I again, I, again, this is whole point is to prove it. If you just stay on your kids hard enough, eventually you will put something in them. They'll get. My daughter walks up to the pastor. The pastor holds the rose out, and she doesn't take it. And we see my daughter mouth this, I need another rose. (laughs) I have two moms. Uh, Yeah, okay. That's The pastor goes, take it. We don't have another one. We don't have enough. And she goes, I have two moms. I need (laughs) another rose. Which, by the way, is not really out of line. It's Los Angeles. It's Los Angeles. Everybody's, some people have two dads. Right. You know, I mean, and they're still married. I mean, I'm, I mean, it's like, it's Los Angeles. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he goes, take it. And my daughter, (laughs) this is my daughter grabs the rose, holds it up in front of the pastor and rips it in half. Wow. Yeah. And then she walks down the steps. She did in front of the whole church, walks down the steps. And I know people were going, oh, that's a Titus kid. There's a Titus <laughs> kid right there. She takes some petals and half the stem, hands it to her mom, takes the petals, half the stem, and hands it to, to her new mom, hugs them both. And I remember thinking, I was like, holy shit, this kid. I go, this kid, either this kid stands for the right thing and no, there's nothing that's going to make this kid not do mm-hmm. the right thing, or I have raised the biggest asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the first one. That's. Yeah. That's smart. That's In eighth grade, to have that yeah. kind of insight, like, okay, no, yeah. I'm. St- I was. I was like. I was like. I was like. Wow. <laughs> Everyone else is really uncomfortable because no. it's L. A. Everyone's oh, like, yeah. oh my god, what just happened? That was, did she rip the rose in half? Was she just saying fuck the church? <laughs> and I was going, no, we're divorced. It's a metaphor for her childhood. <laughs> She's the rose. She ripped it in two and then gave it to her to her to her moms. That's what it was. She was just trying to make a point. Oh, you raised a good little god, human there. Some... Yeah, so far, you balls. know, but, like I would just panic. Well, I tell a story you know? in the show too this, that, that I go, don't worry if your kid's a, a jerk and you think your kid's not gonna because two years before that she got the cops called on me so because of the divorce Mm. yeah I'm not gonna tell that story okay Okay. it's gonna take another 45 minutes (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) Jesus Christ Uh, but we are uh, I want you guys we're still we'll start filming special unit in February you are Fantastic! Yeah, oh, that's so. Yeah, actually, our friend Chris, who's here with us, he was. We were watching a little bit of it this morning. That, it was really funny. Yeah. Well, I wrote on. I mean, we're going to reshoot the whole thing, but man, it's it's. Uh, I, it, there's a guy that plays uh, um, Alvin in it, and he's the only guy who's really not autistic because we couldn't get an autistic guy to do. You know, there's long speeches and stuff, and, uh-huh. and uh, but everybody else is actually disabled. And uh, and I, I, I was like, dude, man, I don't know if I can do this movie. I said, I'm, I'm directing it, and I and I go, I want to do it. It's my dream project. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it's gonna make a difference with the homeless people and stuff. Uh, I mean, with disabled people and uh, and maybe homeless people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, I'm like, I'm scared to do it. And Dave, Dave's such a good dude. He goes, he goes, dude, just on the premise alone, if this sucks. I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, he goes. He goes. Just to know that you did a movie where disabled cops try to take down a drug dealer. I'm gonna watch it just on principle. I was like, okay. And right. the name is awesome. So it's special unit. Yeah, the special unit. Yeah. So and we're doing that. so, do you still have the thing going on where if people order stuff from your website, that the funding, like the shipping's free, but then the yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, that's for a couple more days. Yeah, mm. we may continue it. Uh, and if you want, it, we must put a donation button because we raised about half the money. We got about th- we we need to raise six hundred. We got about three twenty right now. So we got more than well, a little more than half right now. So, oh, that's great. Yeah, and I'm invested in. It too, so it's got to do well, mm-hmm. you know. And I got media <laughs> right. distributors. I just, you know, man, I think right now, uh, podcasts are a perfect example. It's time to not ever let these fuckers, man. It's amazing how much mm-hmm. money uh, I'm still on. Uh, Love is evil, my special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, people, if you have an idea to do something, don't go to a bunch of meetings to try to get some big company to, to, to figure out a way to do it yourself. Because if you can do it yourself, the the, the difference in income and the difference in control is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because you did that all on your own, right? Yeah, well, we yeah. shot my last two specials. Yeah, my last two specials we did, and now we're doing special unit on our own. And and knock on wood, it doesn't suck ass. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah. It'll so be. you're starting filming in February. We start then. filming in February. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. So we should. It should be out next uh, next spring, and it'll be. It'll piss off a lot of people. Um, oh, do you think? <laughs> yeah. But here's the problem. And I think we talked about it last time. Uh, it didn't seem like cold-hearted though. Like it isn't like yeah, a premise not, thing. No, it's my character is like an, yeah. My, at the beginning is an ass. Yeah. and that's the important part. Like yeah. you're the ass in it. Yeah. So it's like uh, yeah. I mean, and, and, and we, it's we acknowledged. No one, yeah, we never. Show, I didn't want to do what the ringer did. The ringer kind of took him in a weird. In, in, mm-hmm. in, 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 I think we talked about this last time, right? Mm-hmm. The, the ring I don't know, seems I like it. The ringer kind of made fun of. Like it showed them in the Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. This puts them in a situation where, due to PC rules, we have now given the disabled uh, made them cops. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. They have to be undercover, which, by the way, again, the best undercover cops in the world. Mm. A guy with cerebral palsy, the last thing you're going to think he's a cop, right? Yeah. Fair enough. Right? Yeah. So, so it's, a, it's a really a brilliant idea. And they get to be heroes and they get to win. They get to win, you know. And, and, I, and, I, and I go, and my character grows immensely. <laughs> I grow from kind of a Nick Nolte badass to a man who has heart and caring. Hi, <laughs> welcome again to Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> yes. Uh, Christopher hey, Titus. so the car in it, is that your car? Which one? The the green and black one. Yeah, yeah, I got rid of that one now. Yeah, we're gonna have another badass. Yeah, that was a pretty sweet car. Pretty badass. I got to design that paint job. Yeah. Did you get to? Was that you driving in it? No, we had a stunt guy do it. Okay. I wanted to, and they went. (laughs) No, there's a scene in it where we had to we had to slide the car across this uh, across this cul-de-sac in front of uh, what was gonna a government building, and we had a camera on the curb. And this stunt guy, Brent, man, this guy, he slid this car right up to three inches from the camera. Wow. Where when they when the car stopped. The director went, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. It was great. It was Brian Cranston was directing it, too. Oh, cool. Is he going to be involved in... Um, no, he's too, big. he's too busy. Now. He, I, yeah. I called him, and he's like, Titus, I'm famous now. <laughs> I said, you're always famous. He goes, no, no, I'm really famous. In fact, he's not Malcolm in the Middle famous I, anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out with Ben Affleck famous now. I, I'm, I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm on a green screen all the time, hanging out with the biggest with Chris Nolan right now. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm like, why did you pick the phone up? I wouldn't have talked to me. He's like, I'm trying not to be a dickhead like you are, Titus. Cranston. You think there was a chance? Yeah, right. Cranston's the nicest guy in the world. But oh, just I nice bet. girl. But I, I don't talk to him anymore. He's he's moved on. He's moved on. <laughs> he's too famous. He's bigger than me. I'm I'm actually that's my career now. I'm not trying to get successful for me. I'm trying to get back so Brian Cranston calls me again. <laughs> I'm just trying that's to get big new. enough so Cranston calls me back. That's all I'm doing right now. You know, so I can call so I can call Bruce Springsteen's people and they go, yeah, Bruce wants to see you at the show this time. See, yeah. you can't lose your fame. <laughs> I, I don't want to do yeah. it for money or, or, or fame. I want to yeah. do it because the, the, the people that I like won't see me anymore. Yeah. Right. You don't get backstage. At Sorry, Titus. <laughs> pornography on history got canceled. We can't see you anymore. <laughs> but you have your new movie coming out. Yeah, movie. And then uh, there's a bunch of stuff coming out. There's uh, there's a bunch of stuff that's happening right now, which is really cool. Yeah, it seems like you always have a lot of projects going on. Uh, it's it's all busy. fear and desperation. There Again, it's all fear and desperation. <laughs> Whatever drives you. Yep. You know, when you've only, I've been doing this for 30 years mm-hmm. now. And when you hustle that long, that's the only gear you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have a relaxed gear, which uh, which is much to everybody in my life's chagrin. <laughs> well, it <laughs> seems like you still genuinely enjoy and love everything that you do. And you know. Well, do you guys, I mean, how long have you been doing this podcast now? Six years in November. Okay, yeah. so. What is there days when you guys are wake up and you know you have to do it and you're like fuck I don't want to do this? It's happened. I mean, as far as like I've, some of it, I've stayed up too late or something, but not along the lines of like fundamentally I don't want to. So do where's the, show. the where's yeah. the joy for you still? Like that's what I'm saying. Doing this every day, yeah. like being able to express ourselves and talk to wonderful people like you. Uh, once we get on, mm. once we crack the microphone. Uh, by the way, this is the uh, ask his section. <laughs> of the podcast. Thanks. No, we love. We've done almost. Like Christopher Titus. <laughs> we've done almost fifteen hundred you know, shows. Way, you're and great still... too. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Wow, we do one a week, and I'm and I bitch all the time. I'm like, I gotta write this damn Armageddon update. <laughs> there are like everyone like, it's probably happened about like three times throughout. Like we're just like. What the fuck are we going to talk about? Yeah, just for a second, and then it'll like, and then we'll figure out something. But that well, is luckily like, we're crazy enough that there's enough like inner turmoil that you can always find something to make fun <laughs> yeah. of. Like there's I enough, can always dig something out, you know. Enough pain in the room. Is yeah, what you're like for yeah, example, yeah. today I'm going to kvetch about the leaf blower. No, I'm not going to do that on the show because I already <laughs> did that. But still. Well, can we? I mean, literally. The case, so, if Tesla can build a car that'll go zero to like zero to sixty in point two eight seconds, can we make a leaf blower that doesn't make any noise? You would think. Wow, right. you know what's amazing is that leaf blower's timing is like we're wrapping up the interview and he's stopping leaf blowing right now. Yeah, <laughs> he has been blowing. There's okay. The parking lot here is really small. What do you mean there's we're wrapping up the interview? You just suddenly threw that out there. We're we're done. What the fuck just happened? We were done. <laughs> <laughs> we did some amazing. No, I saw you fiddling. By the way, by the I was way, picking up on your things. No. You fiddled with your headphones, and I'm like, all right, no. no was a good, I, I it was a, a natural p- conclusion. I wanted to make a point is that like about how I've learned, you know, I've been on the planet a while now. You mm. know, I'm an older guy and I, and and people that don't people that do anything for somebody else or do or chose something they don't want to do to do it for money or whatever, it's going to be a dark life, man. Mm. You, you know, and yeah. like you guys love doing this, right? Yep. Stand up like breathing. Like at one point 
I, I don't really, I honestly, I'll go do them because I want, I want to do special unit. Mm-hmm. But special unit will be a moment in time. It'll be over. It'll be wrapped up. And then it'll be, it'll be out there. It'll be successful. Or it won't. But stand up, man, is such a fluid. Like I get to do it all the time. It's like breathing. It's mm-hmm. like I love it mm-hmm. so fucking much. Like I can't even tell you how much. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I've become addicted to doing new shows now. Like now, I, I'm already starting to think this one's, this one's kind of getting to a place where it's starting to gel. And so I got about maybe five or six months with this one. Then I'm going to run for president next year, <laughs> from, <laughs> from January through November. And hopefully, I'm going to. Here's my here's my idea. Here's what I, I want. What I want to do is I want to run. I'm going to write a the most fucked up 90 minute campaign speech that I possibly can, making fun of everybody. Let it flow with the news. And then uh, uh, in November before the election, I want to live. I want to live YouTube a a, a campaign event where I concede uh, <laughs> and, and, and just tear everybody apart and then end it, and end it. I want I want I, I, I that's what that's my plan if you're honest about this I would I that's would go to big. wherever your concession speech is but like Greg and I will go out there oh what, yeah what I was thinking of doing is you guys you just gave me an idea saying I wonder if I could get because I've been doing this for so long and mm-hmm. I have so much radio contests I wonder if I could actually get people to do it for real like I was really like get the radio guys to get no no let's yeah. do comedy let's do it like I'm really running and right. be funny with it but never let so on let's talk about yeah. your platforms do it straight uh, yeah, yeah. And then, Why the fuck not? And then on YouTube or whatever, just do a live uh, a live broadcast of me <laughs> wrapping it up. That, that's my idea. I hope it works. I mean, I, I, I could just great. Yeah. I could just I did it once. I did it once. The last election, I did we did one show in Burbank, and I dressed in a suit, and I had security guys, and we did it. <laughs> but I was reading off paper, so and I just wanted to see. I wanted to put my toe in the water and see if it worked, and it worked. But I thought this is going to be really hard. Mm. <laughs> this would so, be the year to do it, though. I mean, it's well, I mean, it's such now a or you got to wait. You got to yeah. wait four years. It is too. crazy yeah. shit show. I mean, Donald, oh, yeah. Donald, motherfucking Trump. Like, you should do it this year. <laughs> you have to. By the way, that's a, he's had a hat that says that uh, Donald motherfucking <laughs> Trump. God. <laughs> uh, I want you to know that. Did you see him on Colbert though? I, I saw I saw part of it. I haven't watched the entire thing. You gotta yet, watch but. it because at one point I looked at my wife and I go, "Fuck!" And she goes, "What?" I go, "He's starting to sound sane." Oh no! <laughs> yeah, really? you gotta watch. He I starts... watched Sarah Palin the interview when Sarah Palin uh, interviewed him. That was just a whole bunch of crazy uh, going on. Bring up what Rachel. You gotta play this. You have to play it on there. Rachel Maddow uh, did something about a Sarah Palin speech where she says it's the most nonsense I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Rachel Maddow uh, go Rachel Maddow uh, MSNBC and then she says basically I think she's tell me what this is about and and you got to play Sarah Palin talk Sarah Palin it, it's literally like she's on Oxycontin and uh and crack and and also she's having a stroke at the same time like she's literally having a mild stroke Just brain breaking That's what, as it's it's it you, you hear it you got you got to play it if you do yeah I'm trying to pull it? it up here okay good so anyway so Sarah Palin that she is still in the media really goes to the fact look we get the leader we deserve mm-hmm. and I think right now we must be really in deep shit because <laughs> as a human as a species in America we are just this, this you said it's perfect shit show yeah Mike Huckabee it was supposed to be a religious man you no 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 fuck the gays fuck the gays. dude I, I, I tweeted out there that I said I said the Pope I said it's, it's so amazing when you see a guy that actually is a man of God mm-hmm. that actually stands for the teachings of Christ um, how bad it makes the rest of our religious leaders look and then I put Huckabee 2016 <laughs> <laughs> that was that was brilliant that Just was brilliant subtle. I liked when you uh, said that your uh, tweet that you posted about smoothies today I can't remember yeah, exactly what it yeah, was. Oh, uh, fruit smoothies. Yeah. Pull it out. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Fruit smoothies are are, magical. are are the Pope Francis of of that beverages. Yeah. I know. I'm like, have something with the Pope. There's yeah. no <laughs> da- There's no downside to fruit smoothies. They are the uh, they are yeah. Did, Did you, you get find it? it? No, I haven't found it. Is it the one where she's talking about DC geography? Uh, no, she she just oh, about Russia. She says Russia is right over there from Russia. It, you got you got to find it. Well, anyway, we'll put I'll, it in. I'll find it. Yeah, we'll I'll drop it in. We'll drop it. And here here it is right now. Here we go right now. All right, good. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. I see what you meant. She's an I idiot, what you right? Meant. Oh, wow. Yeah, Damn. She is something. It's amazing. Yeah, you got, it, it is so, and yet she still gets airtime. Yeah. Do we know why? Like, I don't, what is it? Because she's a non-threatening, like, kind of attractive white woman. But I just don't understand what's wrong with the country. And then you see these guys on uh, on the debates, and, like, Ted Cruz, really? He's, oh, he's yeah. born in Canada. Yeah. I know. You know. I know. But, yeah, rails against uh, that, you know, saying Obama was born in Kenya. Stuff uh, like that. But Yeah, the yeah. debates have been pretty entertaining. I that wasn't admit, our life. It's, <laughs> I will watch all the Republican debates. Oh, yeah. Because it's fascinating watching just, just, I mean, it's terrifying at the same time, but just watching it and just seeing these people that this is either what they think or what they think people want to hear. And right? one of them is going to be picked. Yeah, one of them yeah. will be picked. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, one part of those guys. Of me almost wants Trump to get the nomination, and here's why. 
I don't want a competent guy on the other side right now. And and by the way, people say you're so liberal. I go, no, I used to be Republican. I voted Republican mm-hmm. in the past, but Republicans made me pull away from them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what's going on now? If John Boehner is saying I am not conservative <laughs> exactly. enough, I have to quit because <laughs> I'm not conservative enough. Then I'm like, what do we fucking have Nazis in there? What's <laughs> yeah. going yeah. on now? Yeah. You know. Listen, we want to stop Planned Parenthood. We want to, uh, you know, repeal welfare. We want to kill the Jews. We want to, what, what, what do you say? What, what do you say? <laughs> it's just a list of horrible things. You go, wait a minute, stop. And and they made me. But people go, you know, if you, every once in a while on the podcast, I'll go, you're so fucking liberal. Go, and I, I'm not. I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm really not. Mm-hmm. But what's going on now, we've pulled so far to the right on the right side that I don't know what to do. And then Bernie Sanders, you listen to Bernie Sanders. I know people that are hardcore Republicans that if you didn't tell them Bernie Sanders, they would go, well, that guy makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I don't, know, I don't know. And now this was the uh, unfunny political part of the show. <laughs> Christopher Titus. Oh, Christopher Christopher Titus. Uh, it is always such a pleasure just, to have you in here. Just rambled amicably. But it was <laughs> running. For president, uh, yeah. So uh, actually, uh, my assistant did this great poster. It's you know the Obama poster, the red, white, and blue thing he did mm. with the, with the picture of him. <laughs> it says, and it said hope under it. He did one, and under it says nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. That's my idea for the next show after we film this one. And what do you think? You think it's possible? I yeah, think it absolutely. Is. I yeah. absolutely. And, it, and it's, a good it's way, timely. It's and it's perfect. a good way to frame yeah. topical stuff. I, I don't mm-hmm. know, Matt. It's what I'm playing with right now. And it's now. a good way to get some attention, and only for that, but like for your projects that are going on, like. To yeah. get your name out there, yeah, I was, even more. So, I mean, your name's out there. Do you know what's but. what I've learned is you can't do anything for attention. You have to do it because it burns in you. In, it's going to sound so lame when I'm about to no, say. No, it's no. Not. I heard it in my head. No, trust me, it's going to okay. sound lame. <laughs> uh, uh, you have to. It has to burn in your soul a little bit. Do you want to do it? Like I almost want to. So my, I, I was. I had an argument with my friends on the podcast. I was like, I was like, they're going. You know, you, you, you're edgy comedy go. And I think of guys that are edgy, like guys are doing like anal rape jokes and stuff. And I'm right. like, I'm not doing that. Like I'm not edgy. And and my wife looks at me and she goes, she goes, your first special you talked about your mother killing herself after you did a bit called Anti Dad where your dad abuses you for five minutes. Then you did a bit. You, you basically said that we should actually make junkies. Uh, you should make junkies be nurses. Because they, you know, I was like, oh <laughs> shit! And then she goes, in the second special, you did a bit called Kill Titus, where you talk about Terry Schiavo and that, that, that if you want to die, they, you want them to t- duct tape you to a motorcycle and send you over the Snake River Canyon. <laughs> and she starts to listen. And you did a thing of going to Iraq and meeting a guy who had his eyes blown out and his arm blown off. And you did jokes in his face. And I'm like, and I'm like, that's the. Night. And then the third one, you talked about your divorce. <laughs> and she starts going through all the sessions, and I realize, I guess, I guess, right? Right. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't, what, I, I don't know what my reputation is. I always think of myself as, uh, you know, a little, I mean, not Seinfeldian, but okay, he's funny, storyteller. Yeah, I would think, like, you don't shy away from controversial topics. I, I guess. Don't, I mean, I, I did a bit, you, and she goes, in your last post, you did a bit called Arm the Children. I go, <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Yeah, that got, one, that's uh, where yeah, it went I, over. <laughs> okay, you know, all right. The, uh, I, I just, it's weird that you don't never see, you never see what you, you never see what you are. I don't know, I don't know, right. where, I don't know where I am in the hierarchy. Well, how do you, know. like, how do you feel, like you said, you have to feel that burning inside, is that, that idea that you were talking about, about the presidential stuff, is that something that you feel? Yeah, I think, well, I think, right, we don't you think, you said, it's a shit show. Mm. We've mm-hmm. actually become accepting of the shit show. Mm-hmm. We don't have good leaders anymore we don't I mean that's why when Pope Francis talks you're like I don't care if you're a hardcore atheist you're like right. everyone shut up and listen to this dude mm. you know you when you see somebody who has it who has that ability to 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 galvanize people and go and I mean when you see both Democrats and Republicans leap to their feet not because they're kissing the Pope's ass but because they're like oh my god what he just said was dead on mm-hmm. yeah we don't have those guys anymore we have a bunch of people paid for you know I mean Citizens United just just screwed everybody and uh, that's why when Trump's going we need to stop the way the campaign's working right now he goes that's why they don't like me because I'm spending a billion dollars of my own money to make it and no one can there's not a lobbyist can tell me what to do mm-hmm. that's what he said on and I was like, oh shit. I see, he's going to die in a suspicious one car accident. Yeah, Something, that's something's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> because because they, they're, they're scared of him. So we need a real leader. And, and I think that it would be interesting to, I, I just, for me, listen, man, because there's some brilliant comics I wish, I, I envy. Like I watch Maria Bamford and I just envy. Mm. I, you know, Patton Oswalt get on a rant and I'm like, God, I wish, God, I wish I was that good. You know, there's comics that, and then there's guys that, that are really like, they're, they're kind of dancing monkeys and, and, they, and they kill. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I would never do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know how to do that because I did that before I wrote Norman Rockwell and and but I, I don't know where, I don't know where I stand but I, when I hear 
when I see what these guys are doing, I want to get on stage and just mock it. Just mock it in a way from the backside, like Arm the Children was an anti-gun bit, but it's mm. Arm the Children. I want to mock it from the backside to where people are like, is he fucking with us? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, it, you are onto something. Yeah, love, you should no, definitely you are. do it. Yeah. Follow, follow your instincts. Just a whole campaign, right? Just do yep. like a whole mm-hmm. campaign. And, and, do speeches, like like even your tour could be you know campaign speeches. We'll put some yeah, posters exactly. up on our yeah. walls. Yeah. 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 It would just be, I just think, it, and, and uh, Pat Paulson did it years ago. In fact, they made a rule because of Pat Paulson, because Pat Paulson was getting a percentage of the of the vote. They were polling, and Pat Paulson was polling, like at 12%. Mm-hmm. And they actually, they, they made a law that he can't do it. Like these Nuts, that guy D's Nuts. Yeah. Oh, talking yeah. about uh-huh. that? My mm. son, who's 11, but again, my son that D, knew D's nuts had 10% of the vote. My son <laughs> was, laughed in the back seat for 25 minutes. <laughs> D's nuts, <laughs> D's nuts. <laughs> Even that was like a 12-year-old kid or something. Wasn't yeah, it was it? 15. It was 15-year-old 15, kid yeah. signed up for D's nuts, and people were like, you know what? I'd rather vote for D's nuts yeah. than <laughs> these idiots. I'm gonna stand <laughs> with D's nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, where can people go where, if they want to donate to help? Um, you know, help the so cause. So if you want to, if you want to go, uh, we did. A Kickstarter. It, it was a while ago, mm. and it, it didn't. It didn't. Now, it, now you're, if you're in Kickstarter, now you're too late. So, mm. if you want to donate to special unit, go to ChristopherTice.com. Uh, get a DVD. All the money. All the money from now on is going towards the movie. Uh, free shipping uh, for the next, I think, two weeks, and then, uh, and then you know we're gonna we're gonna get it made. And if you just want to just get some really funny comedy, I've got six other specials on, online. Awesome. And I own them all now, which is great. Oh, cool. And they're yeah. all available for purchase. Yeah. On the so website. if you so you buy them, you know, it's not going to pay. The, the money's actually going to the artist, which is. So such a rare thing. Again, right. I, I know why Prince wrote Slave on his face. Mm. You know, I've had a couple of distribution deals where they got there. I'm like, it's been five years. I haven't gotten a check. Oh, because we haven't made any money. Um, yeah. Really? Can I see some paperwork? You don't need to see paperwork. It's like, these, are, these aren't the droids you, you were looking for. <laughs> don't Jeez. worry about that. Yeah. So, no, the Love is Evil's were actually kind of, it's not litigation. It's not going to go to litigation. I'm, not, I'm never going to. After my, after my nine-year fucking divorce, I'm never going to litigation mm. again. I literally am just going to go, can we just, can I just go in the alley and fight? Because I don't want to go to right. work. <laughs> is there an arm wrestling competition or something? Yeah, don't, guys, seriously, don't have kids. <laughs> don't do it. And <laughs> learn that in person tonight. Yeah. Yes. At, yeah. at Christopher Titus. It shows. I, I, I prove why you shouldn't learn. <laughs> I, 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 I prove so, two tonight, two tomorrow? Yeah. The so, worst thing is I had some pregnant women, like, after the show, I'll be signing stuff. Because I always sign stuff after the show, and they'll be like, you know, I didn't really need to come to the show. So, <laughs> I, 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 I should have, a, like, a, a disclaimer outside the building. <laughs> if you are pregnant, <laughs> do not come to the show. <laughs> well, tonight, 7.30 and 10, which is uh, Friday, September 25th, and tomorrow. 7.30 and 10 as well. Guys, yeah. you let me talk so much. We love you. I, I, it's I know, fantastic. But at one point, I just feel like, God, just shut up. I actually, in my own head, it's going, just shut up. Nope. No, no. Uh, we were in Scotland, and we went to Scotland over Christmas, and the best the best thing I ever heard a dude tell a chick, it was drunk, it was this thing called Hogmanay, and everyone's hammered. Lily Allen had just played, fucking hammered. Everybody's hammered. Scotland, you, you think rednecks drink? Holy shit. <laughs> right. Scottish yeah. people fucking drink. And as we're walking out, and there's this crowd of people, like it's like a hundred thousand people, we just hear this dude, this overweight dude, and this woman. And we hear, <laughs> and, he, and, and just hear this dude just go, "Just shut up." <laughs> it was so perfect. The disdain, the hatred, the tired. It was so perfect. And my wife and I burst out laughing. That was perfect. <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> That's magical. Yeah, and she did. It was great. I was gonna ask if she did. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for having me. On. Oh, thank, thank you for you. coming in. So get your tickets, Helium Comedy. Dot com Helium Comedy Club, Ninth and Hawthorne. Mm. Go see Titus. And next, how to make a yeah. uh, feta cheese casserole. We'll oh, be right back. It, it's really good. It's oh, really yeah. good. Oh, I'm hungry already. <laughs> there we go. Christopher Titus. He is just fantastic. There. He is a ball of energy. There, there, <laughs> there's no one else on earth like Christopher Titus. I concur. He is. That's a good way to put it. Person. Yeah. <laughs> and he's awesome. So yeah, definitely go see him at Helium Comedy Club. And if you're listening to our show for the first time, please check out all of our other episodes at FunEmploymentRadio.com. There's a ton of stuff on there. We've interviewed literally hundreds, if not more than hundreds, into the thousands of comedians. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of stuff there. There's a search bar you can find. Uh, type in your favorite comedian. Good chance they've been on here, or uh, just listen to our regular episodes too. Absolutely. All right. Thanks a lot, everyone.